So this week, Dom Hodgson, UK Diz Dad, is back on the show, and he's talking to us about doing the Dopey Challenge over in Walt Disney World earlier on this month, or last month if you're listening in February, or last year if you're listening in 2023. So that is 5k, followed by a 10k, followed by a half marathon, followed by a full marathon, each after another, each day, so for four days. So he's going to be talking to us about doing that for an amazing charity, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And then we're going to be talking about Disney trips as a whole and just sharing what's coming up next for for Dom and his upcoming trips with his family and just what his opinions are on Disney at the moment as well. So sit back, relax and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So, Don, welcome back to the show. Uh, really good to have you back. And I can't wait to to chat about Run Disney because I, I saw your photos on on Twitter, and I, honestly, I was just like, how 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 has anyone done this? Um, let me let me tell you, mate. Nobody is more surprised than I am about this. <laughs> um, I, you probably saw my social media messages on the plane. Like, you know yeah. what? I'm going. I'm probably not going to do it, but we're going to give it a go. I'm going to have fun. Yeah. Because, um, so I don't know how you've introed this or anything, but for anybody well, that doesn't guess, know. Um, yeah, let's start off with what, what you went out to do, I suppose. Yeah, so um, obviously there is an organiz- organization called Run Disney. They do runs around the Disney parks around the world. Um, or they used to now they just do them in Florida. Um, so yeah, they, they they have several events over the the year, but the big one is Marathon Weekend, and they have something called the Dopey, which is uh, on a Thursday you do a five k, on the Friday you do a ten k, on the Saturday you do a half marathon, and on the Sunday you do a full marathon. And it's one of those things that it's just like you know you you, you look at it and you go, what a ridiculous thing to do. You know, I would never do that. The first time I heard of it, I was like. No, why would you ever do that? I, I think so. Look, like just, op- I, I think I might be able to get the the five and the ten, and I'll be all right. But it's the other half of that weekend as well. It is. It is a completely different thing to anything I've ever done before. Um, like number one, it's not a Disney trip because you've got to be up at one a.m. pretty much every day, especially mm-hmm. if, if you're in a costume like me because you've got to get ready. Uh, the buses are at like 2.30 or 3.30 and the race starts at 5 a.m. So unlike a lot of the early days, you just you just 
the five k and ten k, you can go to the park after, and you can go. But yeah. like on the half marathon and full marathon, you're basically just you, you're number one every day. You're saving your energy because yeah. the, the distance doubles every day. Um. So so yeah, I I signed up for it first of all in twenty twenty no twenty twenty one because the last time um, we spoke, there was something special about that. The last time we spoke was yeah over the summer of twenty twenty, like just after. You, like everyone and had cancelled trips we spoke a little bit about running yeah. there so this is like i know you've had a trip since but this is your first run disney trip right yeah this is the yeah. first run disney i've done um and the probably the second organized race no second or third organized race i did the great north run yeah um and for the last few years i've been doing a lot of running well i've been doing a lot of running events um to raise money for a, a local hospice. And personally, I, I'm, all, I'm of the belief that if you if you ask for money for a charity for doing something uh, constantly, like I do when I'm always begging for money, like you have to go further and you have to push yourself and you can't just do the same thing over and over again. So I, I couldn't do a 5K and then the next year do a 5K and ask for more money. Mm. I have to do a 10K. And that's how I ended up, like last year I did 26 half marathons um, on my treadmill, each yeah, of the different I, I over the course of the year. Because you were live streaming a lot, of, well, I think almost all of them. Um, and I tuned into a couple yeah. and I was just like, you were in costume as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every one of them, everyone a different costume. I, I can't believe that people tuned in. And some people tuned in for almost all of it. And there's like three hours. And I'm like, you know, get a, get a life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, it was really good to sort of do that. So, so, I, I, um, let me just let you just be honest. I absolutely hate running. I can't stand it. I do not enjoy any part of it. But it raises a lot of money because people see me in pain. People see me in costumes. People see me upset, and they think, "Oh, I don't know, but I'll give my fiver." And, that, and that's basically. For me, it's it's not the uh, the pain element of it. It's your costumes are just incredible. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about that, um, <laughs> which is funny. So so yes. So dopey was basically the, the pinnacle in my mind of, do you know what? If I do the dopey, then I think I'm done. I yeah. think I've completed running. Yeah. I like. I don't think there's any anything else I could do to raise money that would be farther. Like, I couldn't do an ultra marathon because I just don't have the time. And you would have to enjoy it to do it. Yeah, I agree. That, that's what that's what I think. So. In my head, right, the dopey was the end of like me running for fundraising. I was like, that's it, I'm done, no more. Um, so we signed up, and then I you know what? I actually started training, and I don't usually train for these things. Like, I actually started going out, and there was a training plan and stuff like that. Um, and that, that was that was in about April because you, you have to book it really, really early, yeah. And so we booked it, we booked it, da, 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 da. we started training properly, we went out. Um, and for a good sort of like, you know, six weeks, I was training a good six weeks. And then I just got bored of it. And then, and then you know, I sort of got a little bit like, you know what? They're really not going to open the borders by then. And you looked at the it, I was, was going to say like April when you booked it, there was no sign of the borders reopening, really. Yeah, in the back of my mind, I was thinking this is never going to happen. But it was a nice thing to think about. Yeah. But And then as we got closer and closer, um, I was just like, nah, it's never going to happen. They're going to cancel it. They're going to move it to virtual and that sort of thing. Um, and then I did the Great North Run. And the week after the Great North Run, um, 
I, I think we spoke about my Christmas lights before, but I was out in the garden doing my Christmas lights and I fell over a box and I really, really sprained my ankle, like quite badly. Um, to the point where when I went in November, I couldn't walk from one ride to another without having to sit down. I almost hired one of the bloody um, yeah. electric wheelchair things like yeah. to go around. I've always wanted to hire one of them. Like, that just, was a just, just to go around the park. Well, we had a good excuse. Have a go. Yeah, would you not? Like $75 though. Oh, God. Um, so so when it came to, to flying out for Dopey, I'd already in my mind, I was talking to my wife about this on the plane. I was like, look, do you know what? I can do a five and I can do a 10. And to be honest, I can, I've got to the point where my body is used to it that I can pretty much just wake up and do a half marathon. I mm. can't do it fast, but I know I can do a half marathon. So if I do those three, then that's fine. But like the, the, the full marathon, I've not trained for it. I've not, I've not gone out for a run since September. Um, so I know I'm not going to do it, but do you know what? Let's give it a go. And then I got to the expo. And then I saw the medal in person and I'm like, oh, I really want that. I really want that because I don't know if you know how it works with Run Disney, but if you get scooped, um, you will get the medal for that race. So if you get picked up on the um, the marathon, yeah. you will get the marathon medal because that's a participation medal. Right, yeah, but yeah. you don't get the challenge medals. So you don't get the challenge medal for the doping for doing the whole thing. You have to finish every single one. Yeah. yeah. And I've never been scooped ever, surprisingly enough. And I was like, you know, and then and then my friend bought me um, a dopey I did it jacket, and I'm like, oh really? Because I'm gonna have to return that if I don't finish it. Because if, if I didn't, I'd have to I'd have to like if I couldn't finish the marathon, I'd have, I'd have to sell the medal. I couldn't look at it every day, mm. taunting me. Um, so we did the five k. The five k with as a group. My wife did that. Um, there was, I was out there with some friends as well, and we did inside out costumes. So um, yeah. I was fear, she was sadness. We got some really nice pictures of that. The 10K we did as Rescue Rangers, and I was Monterey Jack. And, like, some people, like, recognised the costume straight away. It was great. It was funny. Um, the half marathon was Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. And then the half marathon... So the half marathon was, was fine. And I was, like, I was mentally prepared for the half marathon. So we set off. And if you don't know about Disney races, a lot of people say, oh, you know, Disney races, they're really good. You know, it's a really good thing to run they're actually a little bit more strict than most of the other races that i've seen mm. so i think the great north run has a pacing of 18 minutes per mile whereas the disney race has 16 and in some cases they can be quite strict with that so they have this concept of bloom ladies and everybody is afraid of the bloom ladies so what happens is is the race starts everybody goes to the corral the last people to cross the start line are the bloom ladies and they're just two normal runners and they have two, two Disney balloons attached to them with the you know with the Mickey on yeah. and they go at the race pace and if they pass you you can be scooped and you can be put on a bus right um, and everybody tracks them I, I don't because I just live in fear of them I just like to ignore them and pretend they don't exist so so like when you're on the race for like a, a half marathon like everybody's talking about where are the blue ladies, where are the blue ladies, especially if you're a slower runner. If you're like, you know, the fastest runner there, you know, no don't worry. be cared. But yeah, but I like to just forget about them. Um, and so I did my half marathon, da, 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 da. I'd, I'd stopped for a few character photos, but I was like, in my mind, I was like, look, let me just try and finish it in like three and a half hours and then just, just, but just go a decent pace, but go a bit slower so I can save my legs for tomorrow. 
So then I did the, I did it, and then so the way it works is you've got corrals. Um, you've got there were six corrals, and I was at, I was I made sure I was at the front of corral number four, which might be said. And the race started at five a.m., and I was on the the track for about twelve minutes past, and they were on the track for about I think I think about twenty to so there's about half an hour gap. Mm-hmm. And we worked out at the end that I was two miles in front of them at the half marathon stage at the end of it. Because what tends to happen is you have a bit of speed at the start, you've got to do a decent pace, and then they'll start, start to catch up, you know. Especially if you're you stopping. You go mm-hmm. Especially if you're stopping for character meets as well, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Characters like the castle photo, because on the, the, the marathon weekend and the princess weekend, they're the only ones which actually go through Magic Kingdom's castle. All the rest, you just like glance the car park and then just wave through it. Yeah. So, so I was feeling. So I finished the half marathon, and in my head, I'm like, right, okay, I'm at the finish line of half marathon. Right, can I turn around and do that again tomorrow? And, and no, I couldn't. The <laughs> simple fact was, I was like, not a chance. And and I'm looking at the finish line, and at the finish line, they've got a load of wheelchairs. And I'm like, do you know what? I'm not even going to make it to them tomorrow. But I was like, do you know what? I could probably do another 10k. Yeah. So that day we didn't go to a park. We just sat by the pool. We were at um, Art of Animation, and we just we just sat by the pool. It was just it was just nice. Just taking we had a little bit of walk around Disney Springs. Um, I had a usually my traditional pre made meal is like a share of cocktails, but um, I took it a little bit more seriously. I only had one drink, and um, we went to the Polynesian for some the meatballs and rice. Cause nice. I, I don't believe in that, but I was like, do you know what? Let's just let's just give it a go. Yeah. Um, and then so the next day we wake up and um, they were warning you the entire weekend that the, the marathon was going to be hot. So it was going to be 27, 28 degrees. And they were panicking. Like the announcers were like, you know, you need to go slower. You need to not wear silly costumes. You need to do it properly. Da, 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 da. And I was like, yep, that's fine. As I wore my full princess suit with like, <laughs> like I didn't wear the tie, but I wore the hat and I wore the jacket and the shirt and everything like that. Because that looks and warm. I, that looks like it's like polyester. That's going to make you sweat. Look, I'm going to sweat anyway, so you might as well sweat and look funny. Um, <laughs> but, but, and, and the thing is, I, I know a few run Disney people who like have spotted me like because they've been to like Paris and things like that. And like they saw me walk today, they were like, I can't believe you're wearing that. Um, but they told you to slow down. But what they don't do though is they don't tell the bloom ladies to slow down. So yeah. if you slow down your pace, you're out. They're still gonna scoop you. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit harsh. Um exactly. Um and it oh it gets better. But what 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 they do say is look, if it gets to like a certain temperature, we're gonna cut a little bit of the course. All right, and I'm gonna you're Disney nerds here, so I'm gonna talk a little bit about the course, the the way it goes around, and and some of the boring bits. When you but, say scoop, it so does you, make me think of Squid Game, where they're literally just they're just taking people out the um, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, you'd run faster then, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, imagine, <laughs> yeah. imagine Mickey on the back of a Kilimanjaro <laughs> truck, just. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Too slow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, uh, maybe we should run, do that to run Disney, just like you know, for some, for some a special, a special edition race. Yeah, don't worry, they're only sleep darts. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they're sleeping forever. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, so we they announced basically at the corral. So you're at the you're, you're at the start of the corral for about an hour and a half. You just sat there. 
and you're talking to your other runners and there was a few people that I'd met across the across the days and mm. you get to know each other over the course of the four days and we were just trying and then they say it's going to be hot today so we're going to get everybody on the track as quickly as possible now that's great unless you want a time difference between you and the balloon ladies so the day before on the half marathon I had a, a difference of about half an hour yeah um Today, that on the on the marathon day, the one where it counts, um, they I they started the race at five o'clock. I was on the track for three minutes past, and they were on the track for twelve minutes past. Oh wow! So they were less than like ten minutes behind me, and so the half marathon, so the full marathon starts, and for the first two three kilometers, I'm in pain. I'm like like my legs still hurting because I'm not fully recovered from yesterday. Like I'm like. Do you know what? There's no way I'm going to finish this. Da, 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 da. I'm just feeling a bit down. I'm just feeling like, do you know what? Let's just see as far as I can go. After about two, and you, you start off um, on a road just outside of Epcot. Mm. Um, and you go into Epcot, you go around the um, Spaceship Earth, and you yep. just touch a little bit of world service, and then you come all the way back around the start line again, and then you head towards Magic Kingdom. And Magic Kingdom's at about, about mile 10. So, between Epcot and Magic Kingdom, actually, I found a bit of a second wind. And so I'm like, I'm doing a decent pace. I'm having, you know, I'm talking to people. I get I get recognized, um, which is really funny. Um, someone was like, Did, were, you, were you the guy in the fast pass dress in Paris? I was like, yes. And they're like, oh, you, you're amazing. It was great. And I was like, and that gave you sort of like a little bit of buzz because I, I get recognized throughout the weekend for the costumes that I've done previously. But I've only been recognized a few times for other races. Um, and I was actually recognised in Las Vegas for a Paris race, which was really, really interesting. Amazing. But like, so I get to Magic Kingdom, and at Magic Kingdom, like, there's a, there's a crowd there. You get your castle photo. Um, there's a few cast members that I'd met around the resorts that were looking out for me and took photos of me. And like, but, and then that was like, I got a little bit of a high there. I was like, yeah. And then you come out, of, you come out of Magic Kingdom, and you come around the back where, and you run around the back of where the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian roads are. Yep. So uh, you come around the back of Shades of Green. And at that point, I was slowing down quite a bit because I was like, I'd reached mile 13, but I was pretty much walking there. And I was like, right, half marathon pace. Right, I'm at half marathon now. And I passed the half marathon, Matt. And I was like, right, I don't know what's going to happen here. I genuinely have no idea because I've never run this far before. I've only ever done a half marathon. Um, Let's just see how it goes. And so you run all the way down then from the back of there, all the way around the side to um, Animal Kingdom. And um, and it's that is, that's a long stretch. I was going to um, say, that's, that's quite a trip. It, that's about seven miles of pretty much nothing, <clears throat> just roads. And also, you take a lovely detour through the Walt Disney World sewage treatment plant, oh, which, lovely. for nice. about a mile and a half, especially on a 27-degree day, smells amazing. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah, what a way to start the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was I was struggling a little bit that way. Um, but I was like, in my head, I was like, do you know what? I've got loads and loads of time because I'm terrible at maths at the best of times. So in my head, somehow, I got it that a marathon was 24 miles. Uh, so all my pacing was like, all right, when we start, when, when they started, they, they were like, this minute's behind me, I've done this, and I'm looking at my pace. I'm like, right, if I slow down to this, they're going to catch me up at, like, mile 24. But that's fine, because I'll be there, and I'll be at the finish. Yeah. And then I'm talking to someone, and they go, oh, no, it's 26 miles. And then I'm just like, oh. 
And I'm like, there's just this panic, like, like, oh my God. And then I slow down even more, which I shouldn't do. But we get to Animal Kingdom and I, I don't even remember any of Animal Kingdom because it was that bit was just a blur to me. I was just so exhausted at that point and I just had to keep going. But you touched the side of Animal Kingdom. The only thing I do remember is two things. Number one, they have a long sort of like one mile stretch um, that goes up and down. So you pass it going into Animal Kingdom and pass it going out of Animal Kingdom. And they've got big screens and it's about a mile of, of them playing uh, the Lion King's Hakuna Matata on repeat, like the video and the, the, the full music video on repeat. So for, for, for a mile going that way and a mile going that way, that's all you can that's hear. Intense. on repeat. You never, it. ever want to hear that song again. That, um, that's so weird. Why would they do that? Why would they not cycle songs? I don't know. I think it was just punishing you for just going too slow. Like, you know, if you want to hear this song again, you know, you're going to go. <laughs> you don't want to hear it. Carry on, mate. Um, and but as I left Animal Kingdom, I could see that they were starting to close that road. So the, I knew that the blue ladies were behind me in Animal Kingdom. So I knew that I, I, I had a judgment of where they were. So you go around and from Animal Kingdom, you then go to Blizzard Beach. And there's about two miles, and, and that is the worst road because there's absolutely nothing there. There's no inter- There's one character meet and greet, and I think I met Robin Hood there, which I love Robin Hood, and nobody was stopping. So I was like, I'm going to stop. Yeah. Um, and then I met Friar Tusk, but there's nothing there. There's no entertainment, no nothing. And it's just a long, boring, hot road to Blizzard Beach. And then, and, but everyone was saying, look, they're going to cut the Blizzard Beach park because all you do in Blizzard Beach is you just go around the car park right. um, yeah. of Blizzard Beach. Um, and it's just, that's an extra mile. It's a way of them adding another thing. And they were like, look, it's going to get too hot. They're going to close Blizzard Beach. And then somewhere at Ron Disney was like, yeah, it was it was, it was was one degree too cold. If it had been one degree hotter, it would have closed Blizzard Beach. Oh, so you had to um, Yeah, and I got to Blizzard Beach and I looked behind me and I could see about two kilometers away with the Blue Ladies. Now, Blizzard Beach was about mile 20. Oh. Now in my head, obviously, I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter if I don't finish. But when you get to mile 20, you're like, I've done it this far. Got to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I saw the Bloom Ladies and I'm not joking. I like, I nearly, I nearly threw up. I was so, like, I was exhausted and I just panicked. And I had, it was the closest I'd come to a panic attack. And I'm like, look, I can see them behind me. I know what's going to happen here. And then, but you, there's no energy left inside me at all. So I'm basically just walking and then, doing a little hobble, hobble, hobble for like 10 seconds and then walking for 90 seconds and I'm just counting in my head. And I get around Blizzard Beach and then I get to, and then I, I can see, because behind the, the Bloom Ladies, there are people on bikes who, and they're the, the Bloom Ladies don't tell you you've been scooped. They're, they're lovely ladies. It's the people on bikes. And they'll just say, okay, we're going we're gonna to put you on this bus now. Um, and I can see the coaches behind right, wait, okay. waiting for people to there. And what I was doing was basically, as I was hobbling, taking take over people, I was counting. I was like, well, 80 people, that's a coach. 80 people, that's a coach. And I was like, look, they've only got so many coaches. So mm. as long as I can make it another few miles, I was like, I'm not getting scooped to 20 miles. Um, and they were, they were being quite strict about it because they had to get people, the roads open and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They don't have to. They own the roads. They're Disney. But you know... When it comes realistically, Run Disney is a different business organization. Yeah. This is the conversation I'm having in my head at mile 21. <laughs> I'm like, why they've got to open the roads? Like, you know, it's logistics and all this. And I, I, can imagine people, I can imagine people around you are like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And they look at you and you're just like, uh, 80, 
Another thirty over there. Exactly like, is. Who is this guy? <laughs> and, and they're all going, "Hey, can we have a selfie?" I'm like, "As long as you don't stop." And they're like, "What?" I was like, "I'm not stopping. Just if you want a selfie, we're gonna." So loads of people have got selfies with me. That just like must be blurred because I just couldn't stop. <laughs> um, and the, the sort of unofficial rule is that when you when you get back into it, when you get into Hollywood studios, you, you're sort of on property then. And they can't get the buses in there. So the only way they can scoop you is on like a golf cart and things like that. So as long as you are moving at a reasonable pace, once you get into Hollywood Studios unofficially and realistically, when you get back into Epcot, then you're safe. Um, and there was like just this this relief when I ran, ran down, entered Hollywood Studio, you enter at the back of Fantasmic, um, you know, and then you go through and you go down the boulevard of, of Hollywood Studios. And there's crowd, and the parks are open at this point. The parks are wild. And they just see, you know, a massive bloke in a in a pink princess suit. It's like, you know, going and just looking absolutely exhausted. And they're shouting stuff, and that gets you that gets you going a little bit. Yeah. Lots of high fives, and then sanitizing afterwards. You know, COVID protocols. Um, and and it's just you go through, and then you go around the boardwalk, and then you enter through the back of Epcot. I mean, you go that all alone. The way around. That alone, like before, like before you even get into every other mile that you've just done. That yeah. run from Hollywood Studios to Epcot on that yeah. hot of a day is mad. Yeah, we struggled oh, yeah, when yeah. we were walking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my wife kept randomly appearing, like uh, just like so. She was at one bit, she was up one bit, and then she was at boardwalk. She's like, "Look, give me your jacket because you're, you're too warm." I was like, "No." Because I'm really particular about costumes. If I put a costume on, I'm going to wear it the entire time. I would rather fail doing the run than not wear the costume because I yeah. wore it. Nothing annoys yeah. me more than like doing the Great North Run and you get like five lads who've got all the full Paw Patrol heads and everything like that. And then before the first mile, they've taken the heads off. You're like, mm. guys, come on, there's kids. Yeah, and yeah. we're like, oh, Paw Patrol's coming. And then they see you, you know, because you've been out for a few beers last night. Oh, it annoys me. So like, I'm like determined. And I sort of worked out that I'd probably have, you know, a 20 to 30 better percent chance of finishing if I didn't wear the costume. But you know what? I wouldn't enjoy it as much. And I don't enjoy it much anyway, so I might as well get some fun out of it. Um, so I absolutely, I, I, I made it to um, Epcot and there was just like a, a little bit, I wouldn't say I had a little bit of a cry, but I was very emotional when I, when I entered the back of Epcot. So you enter via England. And then it was really funny because there was a load of like people just like, come on, England! And then they were just like, oh, there's a British guy doing it in a big princess thing. <laughs> and then you go all the way around Wiltshire. And at this point, like, I'm so exhausted. I'm like, how far do we have to go? Because I'm like, I'm trying to work out how many times I have to turn. And yeah. like, like, I'm like, right, what country am I in now? Right, okay, I'm in Japan. Where do where, where what's next? Where do I have to turn? I know I've got to turn at China. There's a lot more turnings around there than you think when you're trying yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And then you, and then you sort of you went back um, past te- past test track. Yep. Because every mm-hmm. other every other, and this is where Disney. This is where I wasn't very happy with you, Disney. Because every other race, what we'd done was we'd run down past Spaceship Earth, behind the shop at Spaceship Earth, and then straight there. Uh, past the the show building of the new Guardians ride, and then behind there is the finish line, and we've done that for four de- for three days. But on the marathon day, oh no, you turn right and then you go all the way back around another mile for this staff building. And I was so I like I was swearing. I was like, what the what is this? I'm so annoyed. Like, and then there's the finish line, 
And honestly, like the the, the finish was just incredible. Like uh, the announcers were, had seen me go out, and they were like, oh, you know, stupid and stuff like that. And they were like, it's Dom from Leeds, and he's done it in this suit. And I had a photo of Mickey and Minnie at the end. And then I crossed the finish line, and I was like, I can't believe I've done that. I genuinely can't believe I've done that. Like, it, 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 the amount of messages that I've got from people saying, I can't believe you've done that. Um, nobody is more surprised than I am. Um, it's incredible. Where I was, they were it like, is absolutely do, incredible. Do you, need a, do, yeah. do you need the wheelchair? And I was like, do you know what? I think I'm all right. And then I saw my wife there, and I was so happy that she was there because she, she wasn't going to be there, and then she lied to me. Um because that's what she does. She just lies and just appears. And that was nice. Um, and then um, I got my, I see you get your, your, your marathon medal and then you go through like a check where they check your bid and make sure you've done the races. Um, and before that, I just, uh, I was like, can I just have a seat? I just need to sit down. And she was like, all right, do you need medical? I was like, no. And I just had a little bit of a cry the fact that I'd done it. Um, and then I was like, right, come on then. And then, um, you, you go through this sort of like parade bit of the people with the two medals. That are, there's two lines, one for the dopey and one for the goofy. And I earned both of them. And they were like, come on. Come. I was like, no, I've just done 26 miles. You come to me. Like, <laughs> just got this video. Like, you come to me. And so they did that. And they were like, they, they weren't allowed to put it over your head, but she's like, I'm just going to do it. It's fine. Um, and so to have all the medals was just, was, was just amazing. I've seen that photo. Do look I've seen that photo of you with all of the medals um, in Magic yeah. Kingdom. Yeah, and and that was just it. It was it was such a great and yet experience. I'll never want to ever again in my life. I'm glad I've done it once as a bucket list thing, but never never again. Because again, it, it's quite funny that. Um, I met a load of people on there who who are training for months and months and months and months. And some of them, some of them didn't actually get much faster than me. So I did the marathon in seven and a half hours, um, which isn't fast by any means. But I wasn't going for fast. I never go for fast. I just go for let's let's go and experience it. Let's have some fun. Um, and I can't dedicate that amount of. I've got too many other hobbies. <laughs> that amount of time to to sort of go for it. So apart from a few bits where I'm not going to take sponsorship, I'm officially like done with like running now. Yeah. But uh, the next year is the tenth year of doping, and everybody, everyone's going, "Oh, once you've done it once, oh, you'll you'll be, you'll be doing it every year." And I was like, "You do not know me. Look, you know, every, everybody has said, oh, you'll you'll love running once you get into it.' I'm like, I've done like a hundred races, right? I think I'd know right now yeah, if I yeah, didn't think I like running. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I were actually trying to sort out my race t-shirts at the moment because obviously every race you do, they give you like a race t-shirt. Yeah. And so with Disney, you come home with six race t-shirts per 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 weekend because you get one for each challenge. So I've got like a hundred race t-shirts, and I don't want to throw them away, but like that's a lot of space. Yeah. Some people make them into blankets, so I might end up doing that. Oh, that's a good idea. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then so that that was that was Run Disney weekend. Like if you if you enjoy running. Um, definitely do it. Like the one thing I'd say, and I and I said this, I said this to a lady on the bus, who this is her first ever on half marathon day. It was her first ever run Disney race, and she was like, "Oh, I think I can get a, a best here." And I was like, "Just don't," because mm. the Disney races, it is um, a Boston Marathon qualifier, which is what a lot of what a lot of the elite runners do. If you're in number one or number two, you go for it. Um, and then, by the way, there was a woman who won all of the races. 
um, in the women's category. Um, and I, I, I think her name's Brittany. I've messaged her on Instagram. We've had a chat. But she was absolutely amazing. She was flying. I saw her pretty much every day. Um, and she was just incredible. So to win the five, the ten, the half, the full, and she did them in a in a in a, a, a costumed running outfit. She was just she was like my hero, and you just saw her running as like joy on the half marathon. You were cheering her on. She was just amazing. So shout out to her. But don't try and get your personal best because number one, the Disney races aren't cheap. You know, I think it's about five six hundred dollars just for the for, just for the race entry alone for the dopey. Wow. Um, right. And plus, a lot of a lot of Disney races have have people which don't do any other running. Um, that don't do it, that don't understand <clears throat> things like race etiquette, they don't understand moving to the side. And Disney don't brief them. There's not, there's not like training. Mm. So they don't understand like on your left and faster runners there. You, if you're trying to, if you're in like Corral 4 and you're trying to get a personal best, the entire race, you are just going to be pushing past people. So they're going to get annoyed and you're going to get annoyed. Yeah. So you just need to just set your expectations that, do you know what? I'm also there to Look, go behind the scenes at Disney. Look at some of the construction work that's happening on. Um, get some character photos, some rare character photos. Stuff like um, Alien Stitch was out. There's there was some really really rare characters, and a lot of them I didn't stop for. But like I got I got enough that I was happy. And also your castle photo in your costume, you'll get your, you'll get a castle photo with nobody else in. Where else are you going to get that? Yeah, yeah. You know that sort of thing. So that was that. That was dopey. And then, um, oh, also, if you do do something like that, don't wear all your medals at once because there's nothing worse than hearing the clinking and they scratch really easily. Like I had to, I had to stop a guy like with his with his three medals wearing. I was like, like take them off, take them off now, because you will get home and they'll all be scratched and then you'll be annoyed. Yeah. So, so yeah, mine are. I've, I've got a special dopey wall hanger which is going up later on. Nice, nice, yeah. So yeah. what did you do? Like, and then, and I mean, then, presumably afterwards, you just went back and collapsed for the rest of the day, and maybe even the rest of the trip. Um, so, in previous years, Disney have done um, uh, what's known as the Castaway Key Challenge afterwards. So the day after the the, the, the marathon, you get on the, the Disney Dream, you go to Castaway Key, and you do a 5K on there, and right. there's a special medal for that. And we thought they were going to do that, so we booked the tr- cruise because we we're like, why, why wouldn't? Okay. Um, and then, mm-hmm. and then they decided they weren't going to do that, but we'd already booked it. So we went on. We went to Castaway Key for the first time, and we still did the five k. We just didn't get the medal for it because at the moment they're not even doing the plastic medals. Let's not get into that. That was a whole rigmarole. Um, and so we just had. We went to Castaway Key, and we took some me- we took some medal photos on Castaway Key, and we just literally just relaxed, like especially because we didn't bring my daughter. Um, I was going to say, because um, presumably she can't get on the cruise at the minute. Is that right? Uh, no, that was the last cruise where kids could get on that right. were were, were um, not vaccinated. That's, um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that is mad. It's a mad, very strange rule for, for Disney, but given that most of the rest of the world doesn't vaccinate kids that young. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be like because we're booked in November at the moment, and I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know if they're going to change it by then. But they they changed the rules while we were out there, so you know mm. who knows. So so we just had like a completely relaxing um, cruise. Like we just we just did hardly anything. There was a, I'd never been on the Dream, and um, we'll talk a little, We could do another episode about cruises because we were on the Disney Dream, um, a ship that can hold four thousand people, and there was aren't there was a thousand people on it. 
It was oh, like wow. a ghost ship. It was yeah. crazy. But we'd done all the testing before. Um, obviously, we tested to fly, but then you have to get a test um, on the cruise, uh, yeah, before yeah, you get yeah. the cruise ship. So you get sure. to the port yeah. and then you're on there. And honestly, it was the first time a lot of the Americans had been tested. And like, because you could see them, like, you could hear them, like, what do I do? How do I do this? And then you all sit in a room together, like, like a hundred of you, and looking at this big TV screen, and it's got your um, your uh, booking reference number, and basically uh, processing or go to port, uh, sorry, uh, go to ship or secondary interview. And secondary interview means either one of you has not done it properly or one of you has tested positive. Yeah, yeah. And there was about <laughs> one in twenty five that had a secondary interview. It was a high percentage. Wow, yeah. And we got on the ship, and as we're looking. Because your bags are already on the ship. You know, you've done a great... You get to the port, they put your bags straight on the ship. Yeah. Um, and you could just see them taking bags off the ship and, like, kids waiting at the car park, and you just felt gutted for them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we just we just didn't do much. And then... And even when we got back... So we did the cruise, and then Heather and I just had two days on our own, because we were with friends. And Heather and I just had two days on our own. And even then, we were like, okay... Um, let's do Mickey Minnie's Run and Well Railroad. Let's do this, but let's just not push ourselves because yeah. Um, yeah. we've got a lot of work to do when we get home. Heather and I work for ourselves and we've got a big project coming up. So this was like our, right, let's just have a bit of a relax. When we went in November, that wasn't a relax at all because that was right. Here's, we went to Disneyland and here's everything that Scala hasn't done. Yeah. Like hit that, hit that, hit that, hit that, hit that. And it was, that was a great trip, but you left so knackered on that plane. Like, yeah, yeah. you're on the plane home going, I just need a break. I know, that's that's the classic <laughs> end of Disney trip, isn't it? It, it, it is, it, it is. And that's always a good sign of a trip. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. And yeah, so it's like, we're doing quite a few trips at the moment, but it's all trips that, like, we had booked that you couldn't get anything back. So, like, um, you, 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 there's, like, a load of that. Like, a lot of people go, you go to Disney again? I was like, yeah, but I booked this three years ago. So, mm. you know, they've just all come... Because you've got all the travel vouchers expiring and things like that, so you're like, well, we might as well go. Yeah, that's true, actually. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did you find the flights over there, like with with all the COVID measures? Um. So. So um. So let's let. I'll right, compare November to this. Mm. So when we went out in November, the borders opened at five a.m. and we were on a ten a.m. flight. We were on like the first flight uh, to LA that American did. It was packed. There was no empty seats at all. No, nothing. Um, because we went for 13 days, not 14 days, um, on on coming home, the flight home was empty. Like, I had, like, yeah. three rows to myself because I started off in the middle row with Heather, then I went to the side row, and then I went to the front of an extra leg room row. Like, like there was literally hardly anybody on the flight. Um, and and the, the flight attendant said, um, you know, this is the last flight that's basically empty till Christmas. Now, and once you hit that two-week mark, they're all full until then. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Going out um, in January, I think the, the, the flight out was pretty full. It, 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 there was a lot of people there. Um, there were a few empty seats, but not not too many. Uh, coming back, um, we went we went premium back, and um, the, the, the row in front of me was, was empty, the, the extra leg room rows were empty. I, I only reckon about half of the half of the seats were empty on the way back. Oh, wow. But the 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 level of the level of service isn't there at the moment because uh, they just don't, don't have the staff. So they can't do as many drink services. The food also isn't up to quality at the moment. They're literally just getting what they can. 
Mm, um, and like, you know, part of me wants to complain, like, you know, you're not putting the prices down. Uh, if anything, um, like what, what Virgin are currently pricing up for like this holiday, for, for, for this, this, this August holiday for people, is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and if they're not getting back to normal service levels, then, you know, th- they are going to complain. Um, but yeah, they, they have been, they've been pretty reasonable at the moment because because uh, that's the thing, like, number one, you've got, um, can I test a fly? You know, do, and the thing is, the airlines, if you if you get a test positive, the airlines aren't giving you your money back. In some cases, they're not even giving you a voucher. Yeah. Some of them are being really arsy about it. And it's right. like, hang on a minute, when you had to cancel a flight, you know, we were all we were all fine. Yeah, give us a voucher and stuff like this. But when it's us, you're like, nope, no, that's our policy. And you'll notice that all the COVID policies are if we have to cancel the flight. It's yeah. very strictly worded that if the airline has to cancel the flight, not if you can't travel for any reason. So that's one thing to keep an eye on. Yeah, that's interesting. I do think that as we go into the summer, I think we'll see a lot of restrictions lifted. Especially going yeah. between the UK and, and the US, providing there's no new variant. Yeah, and, and that, that's the whole thing. I mean, look, we won't get on to COVID with like, like <laughs> political stuff here. But yes, yeah, we, we just don't know. Well, while we were out there, it changed. So before oh. we were out there, you had to test three days before you left to come home. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we'd already, we'd travelled with tests. And while they were out there, they are like, oh, you don't need to do that anymore. Like, oh, okay. And luckily, we called the testing company and they were like, okay, you can change these to the test that you take when you get home. Oh, nice. Even those, even those, nobody looks at you when you do it. You don't have to do a video call to prove that it's you. Literally, you just have to send them a code and a picture of the test, which says not. So I'm like, anybody could do this. I don't understand. It's literally just security theatre. Mm. It's money. It's money. It's all money. It, it, it is. Um we did the the in car testing on the way out uh, at Manchester, and that was that was great. Do you know what the person there? It was really smooth. It was really easy. Mm. So we'll definitely be booking that again if we need to test when we go out next. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, you might not need yeah. it. It's probably all changed by then, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, there's there's been no talking about it now, but I think they have to move it to sort of like an endemic, isn't it, instead of a pandemic? That's I don't right. Know. Yeah. I don't know big words. Yeah. So you, you did the cruise, is, after the cruise, sorry, did you have a couple more days left in Florida or did you fly home after the cruise? No, we, just, we had two days in Florida and because we didn't take Scarlet we, and we booked really late because um, we forgot to book it because I didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, we couldn't get like, because we, we, we have BBC. Yeah. So we basically just stayed in like a different hotel every night. So we stayed in like Saratoga Springs, Old Key West. We did a night in boardwalk. So basically every night we were like, Let, let's move to a different hotel. And then we couldn't unpack, but we got to, we got, we, we spent this time exploring more of the resorts and the pools yeah. and the facilities around there. Um, and that, that was really, really nice. Especially now, thank God that Disney have brought back the, if you're moving from resort to resort, they'll move your bags. Yeah. Because they, they weren't doing that before. <laughs> you're like, oh, if I've got to carry all these bags. Because um, when I'm running with costumes, I do not travel light. I will tell yeah, you I can that. imagine. Sure, yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your home resort? Uh, the Polynesian. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, and we didn't actually get to stay there this time. But uh, but we, we got to eat there. It was nice. But I wasn't allowed in the pool because you're not staying there. Of course. And yeah. you're like, but this is my home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got oh. that's got to be tough. I actually like really like um, Oki West. It's it's a little bit tired in places, but I really like the resort yeah. overall. 
I really like Saratoga Springs. Yeah, like, I like Saratoga that. Springs. Like, apart from it's just it's just huge. Yeah, like like we walked we walked. I was like we were at Disney Springs. I was like let's just walk back to our room, and and I was walking. I was like all right, that must be the entrance. Now I was like oh we're nowhere near. We're not even. And there was a cast member that was walked by, uh, that drove by with a little golf buggy. And he's like, "Do you want a lift?" And I was like, "No, we'll be fine." He's like, "Where are you going?" I was like, no. he's like, "Get get a lift, come on." And he just gave us a lift to our room. And yeah. that was it. Was little things like that. Because uh, I stayed, I stayed at Saratoga was- a couple of times, and if you're on one side of the resort, the walk from the walk to Disney Springs is really nice. Yeah. If you're on the other side, it takes twice as long. It does. It is. It's, um, the 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 side that we were on, uh, I think grandstand it was really nice definitely stay there because you're first on the bus and also there's a little bit of a walk and there's a boat dock there yeah yeah so i got to the boat dock um and then we got on that dock and we're like okay and we're on the boat for about 10 minutes and then we stop at another um boat um we stop at another uh dock and i'm like what resort is this it's old key west and no, it was Saratoga again. It just taken us that long to get <laughs> to get to the other dock. That's how big it is. And then you get to Disney Springs. Oh, that's incredible. Oh. But yeah, um, I really liked Boardwalk as well, but them rooms are a bit tired. Like they've still got like the manual crank for the AC in there and oh, things right, like that. Yeah. Because that's surprising because that is not a cheap resort to stay at. Like if you if you're staying there for like a couple of weeks, that's that's an expensive trip. I, I genuinely don't know how, like, like there's a reason that whenever I'm paying cash, I will stay at like Pop Century or Art of Animation. Yeah. Like, like my friends, my friends are staying at Beach Club. I'm like, I couldn't do that without BBC. Like the northernness in me won't let me spend that amount of money on a room. Well, if, you, oh, if just, you're doing that, try. you probably, you're probably thinking like at least 15 grand for two weeks. Like for a fam, for a large family. Like. For a, I, for a large family. What, what we do whenever we, Whenever we stay DVC, I always priced up what the cash price of a room would be. And it's not quite exact because there's slightly yeah. different things. But like we once spent two weeks at the poly. Um and that 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 came cash price to 16 grand. Wow. I'm like, like who's paying that? And the, the, the answer is a lot of people because yeah. it's sold out. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> and it's just like that. And people say, Oh, is that everything? I was like, no, that's people just paying that for their room. Mm-hmm. But, and you're yeah. just like, it's, it, that's a I'll lot of money. Add another few grand for food and things you're buying, you know, oh. tickets. Tickets, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 your tickets. It's it's interesting because we, we're, we're planning our road trip at the moment and we've been, we're, we're, we're stopping at other parks and it's just interesting comparing all the deals and everything like that together. And and yeah, like Disney and Universal are both like up there, which is expect. But it's just like just 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 the difference in 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 price and quality and and, and what people are willing to pay for, mm. you know. Yeah, it's it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, speaking of what um, people are willing to pay for, you did manage to get your hands on a pigment popcorn bucket, didn't you? I did. Yes, <laughs> I did indeed. I was gonna I was gonna bring it on video, but it's downstairs at the moment. Um, yeah, um, I queued for a grand total of forty minutes. That's not um, bad. That's reasonable, yeah. I was, I was not. I was, I was basically like, is it more than an hour? If it's not more than an hour, do you know what? It's worth it. Um, I bought one. I didn't buy two. Um, and because the thing is, I 
I was almost tempted to buy two and put one on eBay back in England mm. because it'd be like the only one. And like, I wondered what it'd go for, but like, literally we couldn't fit anything more in the case. I'd bought so much crap on like the, the trip and like run merch and things like that and, yeah, and other yeah. stuff. Like, especially because it's Festival of the Arts and I love like, I've, I've got a few Disney artists that I love and they were all there. And it's just like, right, well, I've got to buy something from you, got to buy something from you, got to buy something from you. Um, so I wasn't, I was we didn't have enough space to, to, to get another one. And and I wasn't going to be one of those people that got to the airport and wore it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's my hand luggage. Or he's my emotional support figment. You just, know? Walk, just walking through security, <laughs> just eating popcorn out of it. Just... <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd, I'd never got the rainbow popcorn. I was too late for that. But I got proper, I got Disney popcorn. And that was, that was, that was nice. I just sat there eating that. But it was, it was funny because when I bought mine, I was just sat, uh, on a bench waiting waiting because we were looking for something for Scarlet so Heather went off and I went off and then I, I was sat on a bench and I just heard these these two blokes and they bought four between them and they're like they were taking pictures of it in the park they're like I've got to get rid of this little I, I need to get it on eBay now I don't care if I sell it for 50 60 dollars I just need to get rid of it and you're like that's the spirit guys wow yeah <laughs> but yeah we, we saw people buying sort of like we were there on day one and we saw the seven and a half hour queue and we also saw people buying 20 or 30 of them. Mm. Now, at the start, they were letting people basically buy as many as they want. They did cut down on that during the day. But then what we saw was we saw, like, a woman basically bring all of her kids, including her new baby, <laughs> and her new baby bought two as well. Like, because it's two <laughs> per person. Yeah. And that's it's ridiculous, isn't it? That, 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 that's also, like, just going back to the Run Disney thing, that's also the terrible thing, because they... Because Run Disney, the expo, isn't only for runners. You can queue up in the morning and you can basically do uh, buy anything you want. And if you do mobile order, then nobody's checking what you actually order. Right. So you can order as much as you want. So you just, and even when they do check, um, you're allowed two of each item, but it's two of each item in each size. So like the spirit jerseys, they were gone in like the first hour because they were just going too large, too small, too excellent. All right, next person, two large, two small. Yeah, yeah. And then you only do a couple in each size. So I basically said, look, I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice the expo to have some part-time. That was when we went to Epcot. But by the time we got there, it was like it, 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 it was like everything in Poundland had been 50p. It was just basically like empty shelves and stuff like that. I mean, the, the cats were bringing stuff out, but they were just being hounded by people because – and before we'd even got to the expo – there was like race jackets selling for like four or five hundred dollars that were like sixty dollars in the in the thing. It's just it's just crazy. People were there's, there's two things that I don't understand. Uh, people that buy race medals that didn't do the race mm. because like I could I could have sold my entire goofy race medal that, that my, my my dopey set for probably more than I spent on all the race tickets on the hotel. Wow! Like they they go for an unbelievable right. amount, and I don't get people that wear the I did it race T-shirt for the race that they're doing because you didn't do it and if you don't do it you're just tempting fate so don't wear it yeah yeah yeah, it, it, yeah. the whole merchandise situation in the minute is is frustrating it is but it is on it's not it's on it's not on the cast members it's it's 
The constant policy changes. No, it's on Disney policy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is because there's Disney Disney put in this thing of like it's two per person, but we're just gonna let some person that some college person that we, we pay minimum wage to and then charge them for their house. Oh, you're in charge of telling this eBay seller that they can't buy 40 and they're gonna share with you, they're gonna put yeah. you on TikTok yeah. and they're gonna make a you know a YouTube video about you, and then you're gonna be the bad person. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, it's, it's not worth it to them. No. Uh, I think I think that's the thing. Like, the, the out of all the fiftieth, the the, the the two things that have been successful for Disney, you've got the Epcot lights, uh, especially for Earth lights that have been yep. really successful. However, there's already some that don't work. Yeah, and the person that does lights that annoys me a little bit. I've seen um, photos and I'm like, that one is not on that one over there. I can yeah, see no. it. I know, and and the thing is, I want to know how they change them because, mm. like, I know how I would change them. Because they're almost the same lights that I use. Right. Um, uh, those are a lot high quality, but they're pretty much the same sort of, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, Spaceship Earth lights and merchandise is pretty much the only thing the 50th have got at the moment because there's, there's nothing else new, is there? No. Like, you know, all, we were meant to have Guardians and Tron by now and all that, and then the, the rumours of a, a new parade and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, we've, we've got a new fireworks show, which I won't get into because a lot of you haven't seen it, but yeah. Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews, shall we say? Yeah, I'm, I, I will let you see that. You're, you're going, you're hopefully going at some point, and yep. then we can chat about it. Yeah, yeah, I've got a trip booked in set in September at the minute. Um, we're not staying on property for the first time in about ten years. Yeah, well, I mean, the advantages just aren't there anymore. They're, they're gone, so like, you know, we, we decide not to. Yeah. It, 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 in, in a lot of cases, it doesn't make sense. No, I think, you know, if they were to bring back free dining, you know, I'm, I'm not DVC. I've been tempted several times, but I'm not. Um, if they were to bring back free, free dining and some of the other perks, I might be tempted back. But until that happens, which I, I think it will eventually, but not for a couple of years. They've got, they've got a backlog of people who had trips booked waiting to go back. And until that backlog is yeah. gone, they can charge whatever they want and do whatever they want. Yeah. So the reason that the dining plan is coming back at some point is the fact that all the new menu items for the 50th that they've created all have the Disney dining plan thing next to them, sticker, you know, the purple little Oh, do they? That's interesting. Right. Yeah. So they're still putting that on items. So they're still in their head having a calculation of, can we make a profit on this on the Disney dining plan? Mm-hmm. So that tells me that at some point it is going to come back. And it is a big draw for, for British tourists. You know, even though, like, if you do the maths of it, a lot of the times it doesn't make sense. But you the, know, the way it makes sense like, for me is I don't have to worry about the money when I'm out there. Yeah. And I, and I know I might yeah. have paid a little bit more up front, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that, 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 that's how a lot of people think about it. Me being the cheap person is just like, like, oh, I've got, I've got four table service. I need to use that right. I need to get the maximum amount. So I've got to have a steak every night. You oh, know? Don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. <laughs> on, on our on, on our honeymoon, we had we ate at the cellar like three times. <laughs> yeah, <know>. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember doing. We did it with Scarlet, and we we did Cinderella's royal table with it. And I was like, this is like six credits and it's not worth it. Like, yeah. I was like, I was really, I was like, this is like a $300 meal and it's terrible. Well, the, the people that we're going with, um, our friends want to go to Cinderella's Royal Table. And I was like, the, the princesses aren't even meeting yet. So 
that that's the biggest draw for obviously us taking Piper. So why would I why would I spend money in that place when I can't even do the main part of it? So so we took Scarlet um, at the same age Piper will be, mm. and I will tell you now it's not worth it at all because they just they, they can't interact with like a small child that way. Yeah, um, they'll get the wand, and so the princesses literally just glance at you, say hi, take a quick photo, but like if they're like five, six, seven, eight, if they're a little bit older, you have so much of a better time of interacting with them. Yeah. So yeah. I would I would definitely hold off on that massive like because it is it's it's a big thing, like it's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But if they've got a child that's that's older, then then yeah, go for it. But also like if it's a table with adults, like it was really interesting just watching the princesses because that's all I was doing was just watching how they how they talk to other people because they were just basically because we had it we had a, a baby. Um, well, she was like one, one and a half, like two. She, they, they, they just didn't really, they couldn't really interact with her as much. I was yeah. a little bit disappointed with that. So I, I wouldn't spend the money at this this trip. I would definitely think about it in a trip or two. Yeah, that was that was my thinking. And also, like until they bring back the proper character meets as well, which I, you know, I know, I know why they haven't done. But again, it feels like as we're starting to get a bit closer to a endemic rather than the pandemic they're gonna have to switch that back again especially for the fur characters yeah i mean so we did garden grill in november and it was a distanced one and it was just weird it mm. was just like them walking around and then waving and like and it was it just it it, it lost a lot of that interactivity yeah. especially with the fur characters because they're so far away you don't have that like um you don't have that moment with them yeah um, I, they are sort of bringing some back. I believe it's Artist Point is starting to bring back theirs um, at some point. But it's like the, the one that I'm interested in is Enchanted Tales of Bell. When are they going to bring that back? Yeah. Because that has an attraction in Magic Kingdom. Like that blew my mind the first time we did the door and everything like that. And it's such a nice experience. Yeah. But like there's no sign of it at the moment. No. And actually, that's one attraction that, I, that I've not done that I, I want to do this year because honestly, like, Piper's one of my favourite things at the minute. She'll just go, pretty bell, pretty bell, and we'll know we need to put Beauty and the Beast on. So I, I'm yeah. hopeful by you, the end. You, you, you've trained her that one. You will like Bell. You yeah. will like Bell. <laughs> Figment, she already knows. She knows Figment already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you can get her a shoulder Figment now when, when you're yeah. over there. Yeah, that'll be there. But yeah, it's there's... There's a, there's a guy tracking the Disney reopenings and a percentage wise, and he's going down as seventy percent reopen. And for me, when I'm out there, I don't I don't feel it's anywhere near that. There's so like the atmosphere is so much different, and that's in November. I was a little bit upset about it. I'll be honest. Mm. I know that we've talked for a long time, and you're going to have to <laughs> edit this. But like in November, I was like, something changed in Magic Kingdom, and I and. I've always said that that part of Disney is a you've got the Disney difference. You've got the 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 extra the extra lengths that they go to do, to make yep. things special, and that's why you pay a little bit more. And what the Disney company have done is they've taken the Disney difference, cut it out of the main ticket price, and charged extra for it. That's what they've done, but they haven't reduced the price. So you've got yep. the normal price, and then you've got the Disney price on top of that. And what I noticed, and again, it may have just been November, was. What I've always said about Disney is everybody's there. They've all they've all saved up and they've all spent the money to go to this magical place. And nobody wants to let the small stuff bother them. So if you go down Main Street and you bump into somebody 
uh, I'm really sorry. Oh, it's no problem. Let's do this. Da, 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 da. People stop and help. And people stop. And everybody just wants to have a good time. They don't let things bother yeah. them. But what seems to have changed now is just like everybody's so panicked about just getting the most amount for their money because they spent so much money that it's just me, me, me. Yeah. You know, you saw people pushing into lines. You saw people pushing past things. You know, you saw so, like the 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 guest experience people. You know, in the in the blue things, you saw maybe 20, 30 people in a line. Uh, every one of them, or always, because everyone's just either complaining about this, complaining about that, and. And there's definitely things have changed. Like when we went in November, there was the, I, I sort of in my head, there was a few elements not working on some attractions. I was like, right, I know we're going to come back. Let's see if they're fixed. And two of them weren't even fixed. There was mm-hmm. exactly the same thing wrong. And you're talking, you know, Christmas is a, one of the busiest times for the park, right? With that amount of people. And if there's, if there's two show, there was one on Pirates of the Caribbean and there was one on Figment that, 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 that they were quite clearly not working. And you're like, how have you got that? And I, I told the story the other day that when we went in, uh, we went 10 years ago, actually, 10 years ago um, this week. And we went and we went on Ariel's, Ariel's journey. And one of the aerial animatronics wasn't working. Yeah. And I, I got off and I just mentioned that to a cast member. He went, oh, which one? Da, 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 da. And I'm sure you know that on some of the rides that they used to this thing, that if, if one of the animatronics wasn't working, that was, that was enough, of course, for a ride shut down, they'd fix it, yeah, yeah. and then the ride would go back up. And I mentioned that to a cast member, and he went, oh, thank you for telling me. Here's here's some fast passes to any ride that you want. Um, thank you for letting me know. And they literally shut the ride down, and they went and fixed it, and it was back open a few hours later. Yeah. When we went this time, the same animatronic, um, it looked like Ariel had a stroke, because only half of her, her face was working, uh, and like the mouth wasn't moving and stuff like that. And, and I was like, Do you know what? Let's just see. Let's just see for fun what happens. And then um, I told to the cast member, I was like, just, just let you know, I don't know if you know this. And he just sort of laughed and went, yeah, I know. A lot of people have told us. And it was like, Great. they sort of laughed at me for telling him. Yeah. And I sort yeah. of felt like, do you know what? Right, okay. That's that's where like, like the difference has gone. Yeah. Instead of it being like, okay, we're going to fix that, we're going to fix that show. It's like, yeah, we know, we'll live with it. Yeah. And I think so, that's the way... That- think what, what's changed? It's the well, I think there's, there's a couple of things. One is Imagineering have been completely cut under under Iger, first of all. I think that's not let's not praise Iger yeah. too much. Under Iger, but also under Chapek. I think Imagineering are A, either nowhere near as um full as they used to be, and B, I just think demotivated because they have no money. Uh, Disney's well, not no throwing money, any money at Imagineering. Yeah. Yeah. Like what like what big projects have they got coming off? Yeah, I couldn't tell you after Tron what's coming to Disney World. Exactly. And that's why, you know, D23 this year, if they don't come out and wow you, you know, if they don't if they don't come out and, you know, go, here's the, you know, it's been, what, six, seven years since they announced Star Wars Land? Yeah. You know, they, 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 their big thing at the moment is Star Cruiser. We won't get onto that. <laughs> but, you know... But there's so many things that that, that that haven't been mentioned, like the whole Paris stuff, the whole lake update. Yeah. That's sort of been, that's gone by the wayside. The Epcot Play Pavilion, like that no. hasn't been mentioned at all. No. There's so many things that, that, there's so many projects that have gone by the way. And... Well, even even like yeah, the, yeah, festival, sure. the festival building that looked like Tony Stark's house, that's that's quietly been binned. The, the Spaceship Earth refurb, that's quietly been binned. The Mary Poppins attraction, yeah. gone. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, well the Mary Poppins attraction. No. We, we don't know what it is yet. No, no, I know. <laughs> it's yeah. an attraction. We don't know what it is yet. <laughs> like, but it, even if um, they announce stuff at D23, you've, you've got to be like, well, how much of this stuff are you actually going to do? Yeah, I, I, so I will, I'm, I'm going to give them a little bit of a pass over the cancellations over COVID. Yeah, agree, the, agree. The festival building, the festival building, I wasn't really that fussed because to be honest, I'm pretty sure the festival building would have been just for corporates in the end. Yeah, like that would have right. been a, you can only, like, unless you're willing to pay a hell of a lot of money, you weren't getting to see the fireworks in that building. Mm-hmm. That, that building wasn't for Joe Public in my eyes. That building was for, oh, Coca-Cola wants to hire this for, for this event. Yeah. You know, that was, um, that sort of stuff. The, 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 there's, there's been a lot of things like, like when Disney's concerned, I never, like whenever the concept art comes out, you've always got to think, well, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And whether they talk about phase two, you know, you've got to think, well, that's not going to happen. I mean, let's take a look. look Toy Story Land. Right? Yeah. Look at, look what's Phase two for Toy Story Land was this, this, and this. Phase two for Toy Story Land now is a shop and a, a barbecue restaurant, yeah. which was in the original concept. Yeah. Which, you know, how old is that land now? Yeah. You know, the fact is, is that that the the the, and the um, uh, Woody's lunchbox, um, you can't get a mobile order like within the first within two hours if you're in the middle of the park. It's so busy. So how is it taking them that long to build to 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 get the you know they own all the land they can get the, the oh, anyway. Yeah, it's mad. I, mean, I don't I just don't want to start ranting. <laughs> no, but it is it is mad. It is frustrating as well. I think I think because we're all here, we're all lucky enough to have been many times before. So we, you, you know, as you've said, Dan and I have definitely spotted the gradual decline as well. And it's a real shame because, you know, I'm, I'm going to take Piper for the first time this year. And obviously it'll be amazing to her, but it's a shame in my eyes that it's not where it was 10 years ago. That's, and it does make a difference. And it's more expensive than it ever was. Exactly. It, it, it doesn't have the quality that it did before. And the price hasn't, the, the price hasn't gone down. The price has shot up significantly. Yeah. And that, and that's, I mean, and that's not just nostalgia talking. You can point to experiences, attractions. You can talk. You can, and that's just not that. And that's not even COVID. Mm. You know, COVID's been a great way for Disney to say we're changing this. This, oh, this yeah, yeah. Mm. right? Yeah, it, it's been a COVID has been a great way of them, like like the the whole fast fast lightning lane situation. Yeah, you know, that's that's. Have you been since lightning lane has happened? No, I don't. Like, know. So we we. we I've got, I, I don't. I've been thinking about this a lot, and the 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 Fast Pass documentary. I'm sure you've seen it. Like yeah. put that into perspective as to to why Fast Pass wasn't viable and stuff like that. And I understand that, but for a company that cares about optics so much, for a company that invented go away green, um, and for a company that when you tap in your magic band, if it doesn't work, instead of going red, it goes blue because they don't want you to have negative connotations about that. Yeah. The optics of what you see when you're at Lightning Lane, like we were on, we were on Dinosaur, mm. and we queued on Dinosaur, and the queue for Dinosaur was about forty minutes, but then it went down. But we stayed in the queue, so we're in the queue for about an hour before you get into the. There's a circle room with a dinosaur yeah. in the middle, and one side's Lightning Lane, and one side's the other, and they're letting sixty Lightning Lane people in for every one person in standby, mm. and you can see it, and you're just watching it and watching it and watching it. And then when we got to Buzz Lightyear, there's a bit at the end where you can see them, and it was 90. And I'm sat there because you're sat there long enough, and you're counting 90 people, and you're just seeing go 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 one, go 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 two, go 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 go. 
And for a company that cares so much about optics, you have to think that's intentional. Oh, you yeah, have yeah. to think that mm. what people are going to see that and go, well, we need this lightning lane because we're going to have to go for that. And it's such a shame because it was proven when there was nothing that the wait times for everything dropped down. And people were much happier. Oh. Well, I mean, I can t- tell you that because when we went to Disneyland in November, they didn't have Genie Plus. Mm. There was no Genie Plus at all. And the wait times on average were about 40 minutes for everything. We're talking cars. We're talking sort of like Mission Breakout, everything, 40 minutes. The most we queued for was for the Web Slingers, and that was an hour. And that's yeah. only because it went down and there was a medical emergency. And it's the newest, newest um, attraction there as well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we queued for that. That, that we went when we went this time, you know, you, you saw queues of 150, 160 minutes for some things, yeah. and you just it, it just baffles you. It really does. Well, it doesn't because there's a profit center there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the, 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 they're double dipping, like, as Disney likes to do. With you know, you can get, and it's twenty dollars a day over there, not fifteen, mm. and that price is going to go up. Yeah, you know, oh well, yeah. As long as people, it's, 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 it's as long as people pay it, the price will continue to go up. But but this is the thing for me. They'll pay it once, and and Disney Disney used to work on like a five year cycle where they'll, they'll go and then a family will go and then they'll have a great time. They'll tell other people, but they won't come back for five years. But they'll tell about a good experience to other families, and that family will go. Yeah. But all I'm hearing from other people is it's too expensive. Yeah. And then so that five year cycle might actually, I I've, I've said in the next five years, once um, Epic Universe opens. I think the British Disney trips are going to change. I think it's not going to be a f- two weeks at Disney with a few days at Universal. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be one week at Disney and one week at Universal. I, 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 I've said this on the show before. I think for me, like if if Universal stick with their pricing structure right now and Epic Universe opens with a full Nintendo area, a full DreamWorks area, Disney are in trouble. Yeah. Um, and and And, you know, that's why for me, because you've got to you've got to think if they if they're gonna if they're gonna do some you know how slow Disney builds stuff, they do need to announce it this year. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, yeah. This is this the D twenty three. They need to announce this is what we've got to combat Epic Universe. Yeah, because Nintendo um, like do like everyone's underestimating the the power that Mario, Donkey Kong, Pokemon have, not just to kids, to everyone, to all generations. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's. Because it, it, you know, we've grown up with it, yeah. And you know, my, uh, Scarlett, Scarlett is playing it with me at the moment. Scarlett's playing Mario Party and things like that. You know, she yeah. she understands it all. She she watches Mario Maker and things like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that is, it's a big draw. We're, we're hopeful to go to Tokyo next year on our rescheduled trip. And like Mario Land is 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 one of the big draws for me. I really want to see it. Yeah. And the merch. Did you see the balloons? Yeah, yeah, incredible. They've got square yeah. balloons. Yeah. Like amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is it like the merch for that i'm like i'm more excited about nintendo merch at universal than i am for any disney merch over the last five years galaxy's edge included because they completely screwed galaxy's edge merchandise i don't mm. want to i don't want to buy something that's from a planet that i've never heard of before i want to buy star wars merchandise that i know and love yeah and um, i'm not i'm not a star wars fan at all like i couldn't i couldn't name four or five of the characters um but i will say in fairness to Disney, Rise of the Resistance is absolutely incredible. Yeah, like, I I, I've not I'm, been on it I'm not, I'm not spoiling it, but it was totally. I, I, I tell you what, I'll tell you how, how incredible it is. I've paid to go on it twice. 
right? Yeah. Okay, and, yeah. You know, like we've already spoken about my northern cheapness when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> like, and I, I don't feel I've regretted it at all. Like, it, it is. But yeah, the whole area is basically just two rides and twenty-four shops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it is it is a bit of a shame. Yeah, it's a shame, um, but it's a cool area. But they, they definitely could have done so much more with it. They could have done, and, and and again, if you look at the concept art, they had like a ride around kids ride because there's really nothing for kids to do in there. No, there's like not. Scarlet likes pressing the buttons on the Millennium Vulcan, but like you know, other than you know, spending two hundred dollars now on Savvy's Workshop, which we're never going to do. Yeah, just because I, I just don't care. Well, you can get the, you can just, get a better functioning lightsaber on Etsy for cheaper. You know, yeah. I know it's not the same experience, but at the end of the day, you're thinking, "Come on, I, mate, I've not looked on Etsy for lightsabers. You just keep that between you and yourself. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, love? Just looking at porn. <laughs> you're not buying another lightsaber, are you? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before you go, definitely just share with us the, um, obviously the charity you mentioned earlier on, but you didn't give the name and, and also um, where we can find you on, on Twitter and because uh, I know you've got a Disney specific. Yeah, sure. Um, that'd be great. Uh, so uh, the charity I, I, I raise money for is called Martin House Children's Hospice. Uh, if you go to rundom.run, there's fundraising links and everything that there. Um, if you want to find me uh, on Twitter for my Disney stuff, it's uh well, basically, on every social network, it's at UK Dizdad. Um, and if you want to see the most tedious YouTube videos you've ever seen, it's on there as well. Like, like, I'm I'm not a vlogger. Like, but my my YouTube videos are genuinely like our trip home home family videos that I just stick on. So they're there just to entertain me. So if you enjoy them, there's there's we're, I'm currently editing the the Disneyland trip in November because I'm that far behind. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, I, I had commentary on it and stuff like that just to amuse me. But you're more than welcome to have a look onto that. That'd be nice. Uh, but yeah, at UK Diz Dad and on pretty much every social network. Perfect. Well, absolute pleasure as always. I think we could, uh, I could sit here and talk for another couple of hours. Um, yeah, so could I, but I'm off back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife just texted me saying, um, I'm, I'm, can you bring the uh, pram? Because I'm food shopping and I need, to, I need the pram for all <laughs> all of the bags i'm like oh okay i'll finish i'll finish off i'll finish off <laughs> well we should do this again and um no doubt i'll have something else to moan about about disney oh if you want to moan this is the podcast to join yeah, don't, you'll don't be right at, right at home <laughs> ah there you are and just in time there's a little matter i forgot to mention beware of hitchhiking ghosts they have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>